on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. When is the right time to let your kids have access to this? Because her and her husband are like completely different sides of this. Yeah. Welcome or welcome back to group therapy for those that are heading back to the new school year. Listeners reach out to Kramer and myself when they're going through something in their life and they just need an outside perspective. So we do our best to help out and then we also turn to you so you can also help out your neighbor too. If you ever want to be on this segment, you can email me, Kramer at Mix1065Baltimore.com. Hey, Cheryl from Owens Mills. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? We're well. So what's what's happening? What's the disagreement here? Okay. So my husband, Greg, had... We have a child together, 10 years old, and she has been asking for her 10th birthday to finally go on social media. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. I don't see the big deal in it because I have raised her to know and understand what social media is. Mm. She's seen my Insta stories. Yeah. I like to post lots of different things, positive, nothing negative. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why Greg is saying to me, absolutely not. She's too young. She's 10. We've raised her well. Mm -hmm. She's not going to be posting provocative photos. She wants to, you know, watch different reels and things like that and, and little TikTok videos. And I trust her implicitly, but he thinks that I'm crazy. Well, what uh, what's what's his stance on it? What's he what's he worried about? Just so we can get oh, kind of the fair he point hates of view. Social media. He yeah. said social media is the devil. It changes people. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a constant access to people liking you and not liking you, and um, you know, he's just he comes from a negative place, and I just think. She's 10. She's adorable. She also can sing and dance. And I think she wants to, like, show her talent to yeah. other people. And I'm proud of her. It's- do you, I mean, can you just let her do that on yours? You know, I would, but I, uh, you know, there's certain people that I follow. They don't really need to see my child dancing. I've got a lot of work colleagues on there. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like why not let her have her own page it'll mm-hmm. be private obviously you right. know again these are things that i have thought of and to be honest with you i knew when she was a kid at like maybe four when she started really singing i i got the handle on instagram because mm-hmm. i knew this kid has something special mm-hmm. and i want to show it off i'm so proud of her yeah okay uh 410-583-1065 i guess the question is like when do when can your kids get on social like when's the the right time appropriate to, to age do it? and i don't know you know back in the day when when we started getting social media and i again i don't have kids and jess doesn't have kids but mm-hmm. uh i mean social media was truly a pretty scary place like there was it, it literally still is. there was literally no filter of like that, like people getting to you. You would just go in these chat rooms with yeah. like like just a bunch of strangers. It's overwhelming. Everybody be talking to one another. It is, and nobody knew who was what. Yeah, um, that was a terrible <laughs> it's not idea. Yeah, 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 right. The, the AOL days were they were you know they, they were a little bit different. I mean, Jess, you've got a nine year old niece, Abby. Does she does she have social yet, or is there talks of? No, she doesn't have social media. Um... And I, and and Cheryl, I understand uh, as far as, you know, wanting to give her space to kind of create her own content and sing and dance and show off her talents. But I kind of feel like 10 is 
a little young, I wasn't allowed to have anything. My dad waited until I was 18, and he made my Facebook and had all of the logins. He made me stand there, and he created my profile. I wasn't allowed to have MySpace or anything like that, and I was 18 years old. I can guarantee you every... I'd have to assume every high school student is on social media, right? right? Oh, of course. Yeah. So the question is, like, so then what is the right age... At 10, I should start training her how to use it and how to use it in a positive way. Because you know kids are going to do it anyway. But why not teach them how to do it? I I don't necessarily think you're wrong. I just don't know when the right, that right age is to do it. I think it's too young. 410 583 1065. Hello, Anna from Owings Mills. Good morning. Good morning. Is is 10, is it too young? Like, when's the right age? So I think it's a little young, but I also think um, the mom is correct. She needs experience. I have an 11-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. and when she um, went behind my back and created a social media account, Damn. I decided to allow her to have um, allow her to have an Instagram and Facebook on my phone with a second account. It's not my account, but I monitor it. All the notifications come to my phone okay. so that who's private messaging her, who's talking to her, who she's talking to, and what she's posting. So she has it, but, like, you watch every everything. But it's only on your phone, though. So you, do it's you have to give her your phone and you delegate how much time she's allowed yes, to have? Yeah, exactly. Do you, how do you she know that she's not doing it behind your back, though? Like, I'm another. does she not know the password? She doesn't know the password. Bingo, and there it is. So and when, she has her phone, but she's not allowed to download it. I have parent restrictions on her phone. When do you then relinquish that to her? What is the right age? Um, we did it at 11. I feel like, like the mom said, you know, they're going to do it anyways, and they might as well learn. And I had that experience when my daughter went behind my back and created that account. So i rather have that positive relationship and show her how it's done instead of her, her going behind my back and doing something wrong. Okay. There she goes. Thank you so much for calling us. Appreciate it. Have a great week. Thanks. Have a good day. 410-583-1065. Is 10 too young to be on social media? Hello, Jake from Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. Is, is 10 too young? Yeah, that's that's too young for their own social account, social media account. Like, mm-hmm. like that's not cool at all. Like, I, my um, my niece had a daughter, so it's my great niece. Yeah, and she sang and stuff like that. But she also managed the account. Like, mm. the lady said she had created a handle yeah. for her when she was like four, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have access to the account. Just, just do this. Like, you know, let her sing and dance and stuff, and post it. Like, you you can log, you can switch accounts. So it's like. Like, so you're I saying, like, have it. Thing, just you know, like the, the world, the internet is still creepy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rooms, but, like, now it's still the same. Like, it's even worse. Like, you can slide in the DMs now. Like, before it was like, true. on your wall. Everybody can see it. True. Right. true. Now it's, like, real quiet. Like, yeah, you can raise the kid right, but, and, like, the dad was saying, like, I should get into his voice, like, just like, like <laughs> you're saying, like, that, that's the thing, too, because then it's like, oh, why didn't they like my post? And now they're going to start questioning, like, Katie, I thought we were friends. You didn't like the picture I put up. Now right. that might cause strife or something goofy like that. Yeah. The validation yeah. and the insecurity well, set in. Well, then when is the right time then? If it's not 10, then when is it? My friend, she kept her daughter off social media. She just turned 15. She got her 
she let her have an Instagram account. Fifteen. I think 15. that's solid. I don't know, man. I just that that you're seems dealing with like so much crap. Long. You are dealing with so much crap as a girl. I mean, boy or girl at that age, and I just feel like why open mm-hmm. that door yeah. early on when they're already dealing with so much stuff in their face as it is. Exactly, because you know they get hormonal when they go into middle school. So. <laughs> there's enough going on. Yeah, in middle, middle school. school is the there's, worst there's thing on the planet. On. Okay. I don't think you should yeah. have Instagram. Sure. So then, time to get to the high school, they're like, "Nah, I'm a veteran. I got this." <laughs> it's bad. I, I've handled it all. Yeah, I've oh. seen the worst by now. So it's who bad. cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, thanks so much for calling us. All right, y'all have a great week. Hey, Joan from Towson. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. Is is ten too young in your mind? Absolutely too young. I think that. Um Cheryl's husband is right. I think the longer you wait, the better. I mean, and I have four kids. They're college age. I've been a middle school teacher for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I think it's, it's more of a worry for the kid, for the parents. And there's still creepers out there and trolls that, you know, even if you have the best of intentions and your kids are good, it's still, it's a nightmare. I would say wait as long as you possibly can. So what What do you, because I'm sorry, is there, age, is there an age that you recommend or is there something that you've seen that makes you feel this way over either your 20-year career with teaching or just having four kids of your own? Well, I think when we were talking earlier, I said maybe 13. And okay. Yeah, the more I think about it, I would I would say high school for sure. Probably like it depends on the child too and their maturity. But girls, you know, they can be mean and there can it's just so much of a problem. I so think you're that, saying not middle school for sure though. No. Okay. No, I think that it's a time it's a waste of time too. Well, and a lot of kids get addicted. A lot of Adults do. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Starting that that early, yes. Every time I get my screen time notification, it gets, every it week, gets higher you know, and higher like every week. Eight hours doing what? Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling us. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Hi, Desiree. Good morning. Good morning. When's the right time for kids to be on social media? Is ten too young? Oh, not really. Uh, like I said before, my my kids have you know been on before, like they had the phone since they were like four years old, so they've been on social media for a while. And I understand what the guy was saying, that people can message them and all of that. But Facebook has upgraded their um, their security. Mm-hmm. If they don't have your email, your name, or if they don't know you, if they're not a friend of a friend or a friend of a family, they can't find you. The only way they can find you is if you allow them to find you or you look them up yourself. They even upgraded Instagram to do the same thing. Your stuff can be private. There's a lot of things that you can change now on Facebook since they upgraded their security. So, I mean, yeah, I understand so you don't worry about that it. there's people out there that's creditors and stuff like that. I have access to all of my kids' stuff. Right. If they on TikTok or Facebook, it comes to my phone as well. So you see I everything. I have to show that everything they post and stuff, it comes to my phone. When did you? So, when did your kids get social media? Like you said, they were young. How, yeah. how young? Mm-hmm. Uh, my youngest, my, 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 my daughter, she started when she was like eight. Okay. She just signed up one day and it came to my phone as soon as she did it. Without asking like, you? She did it without asking yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, she did it without asking me. And I asked her why she signed up for Facebook. She said she wanted to play a game. And the only way to play it was to be on Facebook. So she on there now. So was, I mean, so eight, I mean, was that... Hold on. You want to talk to her? She's right here. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> hold on. Okay, hold on. Here you go. Of course we do. Good morning. Hi. Hi. What? What is, what is your name? Trinity. Hi, Trinity. Good morning. Good morning. Do you feel like eight was too young to be on social media? You were cool. 
Honestly, I don't know. Wait, how old are you now? 13. Do all, did, were all your friends on social media that early, too, or were you the first one? I didn't really have any friends on social media. So you're the first one. You're a pioneer. Yeah. Well, I mean, there you go. First-hand experience of someone that's, that's done it. So, hey, thank you. Thank you both. Have a great week, okay? Okay. We got that question up on our Facebook page right now, too. At If you just search Kramer and Jess, you can find us on Facebook. And, like, is that too young? And, like, when did your kids then get it? Mm-hmm. And were you like, dang, that was good. I'm, I'm glad I waited that long. Yeah. Or was it too soon? I think firsthand experience is going to be helpful with this. Kramer and Jess on Facebook. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. You did it. You survived another weekend. <laughs> new week, new goals, new chances. Happy I know, Monday. I know you're waiting to get back to this week stuff. You're like, the weekend was too relaxing. <laughs> I'm ready to get back to work, baby. Well, here you are. You did it. 410-583-1065. Let's get the week started with shout outs. Anybody that's awake during our 6 o'clock club, this is what we call this time, mm-hmm. between now and 6.30, it's a 6 o'clock club. It's just people that are awake here in Maryland first thing in the morning. And I want you to like kind of get to know each other, even if it's just through the name. So when you're waking up, you're going home this early in the morning, you don't feel so alone. Yeah, you know who's up with you. Yeah, 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. Carrie is so very. Queen Pam, Sarah and Stu, Lori, Don at the Eastern Shore. Good morning. Uh, Mr. W. Hello. Hope Adobe. Dan the Man is here. Our Kinder Care ladies, Karen and Amber. Kenny from PA. Yvonne. LG, the Sassy Scientist. Terrence, good morning. Uh, the Brit is here. Summers and Shanna Banana. Happy Monday. Um, we're going to actually meet, probably, I would assume, meet Johnny E today. Cool. Uh, Johnny E was one of our very first six o'clock clubbers. And yes. By odd, was his name is actually John. The electrician. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a mouthful. Yeah. So we just shortened it. We asked him. He said it was okay. Because when we first started, there were like three people in the six o'clock club. Yes. So it was like we we literally knew exactly who was going to be here. But Johnny E was like day one, and we just shortened his name, and we've never actually met him. But by odd circumstance, mm-hmm. we're doing a lot of work here in the Odyssey Building, the Maryland Odyssey Building, yeah. and he happens to be the electrician. It was hired mm-hmm. to come work on all the electrical stuff. Like, so cool. What kind of Smaltimore activity is that? Yeah, you what know are what the I mean? odds? I think that's awesome. Of all the electricians in Maryland. So fun. Okay? Yeah. There's probably 17 listening right now. But Johnny E, 6 o'clock club day one Yeah. Johnny E is going to be here in the building today. So I'm excited to meet him. I'm excited to meet you when we can finally get face-to-face over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'd love to find out this morning? Anybody this weekend have a first... Like, you've a first time doing something that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. That sounds like you. Tell us your story, too. 410-583-1065. Jess's very first O's game, baby. Yes, you my first O's game was on Saturday. It was so much fun. I've always enjoyed going to baseball games ever since I was little. I love that park. I had an Park's Old great. Bay sausage hot dog. Was it was that? the best. Um, it was beautiful. Like, the sun was setting. It was just such a fun game. I can't wait to go back. Camden Yards is beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. the old newness of it. Keep in mind, we moved here almost a year ago to the day. Well, about a week. Uh-huh. Week shy of a year. And so there's so many, like, Maryland things we couldn't do. At the time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. everything, well, it was very tail end of baseball season we got here anyway. Uh, but it was everything shut down. Yeah. It was all shut down. So, like, we're experiencing things for the first time. 
that we never had a chance to do in the first place, you know? Yeah, and my favorite thing at the game, though, is seeing people's reactions when they get on the big screen. Love if it. If they're, like, dancing or excited or kids dancing, whatever. It was so much fun. It's like a moment you never forget, mm-hmm. you know? So, unless your parents are on the Jumbotron, then it's mortifying. <laughs> oh. Everybody looked happy. Nobody was embarrassed. It was like all the families were just so stoked to be on there together. It was awesome. I was probably 12 or something, and I grew up in Atlanta, so I was a big Braves fan, right? And I, my dad made on the the Jumbotron, and so he was like dancing and making a fool out of himself, and I was like, nope, not at that age. Nobody's dad's cool at age 12. No, I'm sure the crowd loved it. Oh, loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. All right. Typically, I'd be ready to go, but I'm not. You know what? It's early. And it's Monday. Number three. Ravens defeated the Panthers 20-3 on Saturday night to tie an NFL record with their 19th straight preseason win. Lamar Jackson did not play Saturday night, and the Ravens only started five regular starters on offense. And as far as injuries go, we may have lost backup linebacker LJ Fort for the season. Dang. He left in the first half with a knee injury and didn't come back for the rest of the game. Um, we were updated after the fact. It's believed to be a serious injury and could be season-ending. And next up, the Ravens will be at Washington this Saturday on August 28th. How freaking disappointing is that, though? You know? It's rough. Preseason. Mm-hmm. And you're out. I hate it for the guys. But, I mean, what a hell of a preseason so far, right? It, it like, was cool to see uh, M&T Bank Stadium all lit up, too, mm-hmm. when, we're up, uh, when we were at Camden Yards on Saturday. It was, it was cool. cool. Number two. So, looks like Justin Timberlake may have taken on a new job because a TikToker named Douglas Anthony shared a video of JT working the checkout at a Target in Colorado. And in the clip, you can see Justin ringing items through the scanner. And at one point, he's asking, what else do you want? Here, take a listen. This is the actual TikTok. In case I saw this weekend, maybe you saw it too. Wipe it down. Oh, that icebreaker. Yeah, I got the speaker and the drink. What else did you want? Yeah, just a piece of gum. Got your gum. Yeah, thanks, man. So apparently, if Justin doesn't receive any hate from this video, there's a possibility he might create his own TikTok. You can watch this video on our Instagram at Kramer and Jess. I just posted that up for you. I don't understand why he did it, though. Do you get it? No, I don't. That's why it's so random. Like, what are you doing at Target, and why are you behind the counter scanning stuff? I'm just wondering if he's got something coming up that has to do with checkouts. Or a movie. Something that, like... Because there's, there's, there's a reason for this TikTok. Yeah, and what's he doing in Colorado? A lot of questions. Mm-hmm. A lot of questions. Number one. Mike Richards has stepped down uh, as the Jeopardy host. This was announced uh, late Friday. This comes shortly after people dug up his 2013 podcast where he made sexist, racist, and body shaming comments. Mike said, quote, it has become clear that moving forward as host would be too much of a distraction for our fans and not the right move for the show. Um, He said he will stay on as executive producer and the five episodes that they had already taped for the new season will start to air. When production starts again, Jeopardy will go back to having guest hosts until a permanent one is chosen. Maybe this will give CNN legal analyst Laura Coates a chance to guest host because last week, a 2018 interview resurfaced where Alex Trebek named her as a possible replacement that he would consider. There's only one person we want in this world. It's LeVar. I know. That's the only person we want. LeVar Burton. We told you who we wanted. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't got a dog in this fight. I don't care. I, I, I won't watch Jeopardy no matter who the host is. So I, know, I, know. I love how I'm getting so defensive over here. <laughs> I mean, listen, it just... 
You, I just ran 2013. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing that's off limits anymore. And mm-hmm. does he deserve to be punished for it? Sure. You know, like, you can't just be making comments like that. They weren't okay then. We were just worse humans back then to just let it sit there. But I would just think, like, God. executive producer of Jeopardy, you wouldn't just go back to think, like, hey, have I done anything? Because if, if any fans are going to find out, it's going to be the Jeopardy fans. Yeah. And who had a podcast in 2013? Well, <laughs> like, that's kind of cool. You know, like... Ahead of the game, I guess. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, we have we do have a, a, a neighboring state next to Maryland that always seems to be up to some kind of mischief. Yes. When, when you say, mm-hmm. like, I come in in the morning and I start to start to go through all the news and see what's going on in the world. And, you know, Florida always has the, the number one crazy news story. Typical. There's no way, no way to argue that. But one of our neighboring states always got a little something going on up there. Mm-hmm. What state is that, Jessica? That would be PA. And that's why we created a segment out of it called P.A. So Cray Cray. Said with love, by the way. Yeah. But I don't know what the deal is. We can't figure it out. Like, you don't see a lot of Maryland stories. You don't see a lot of Virginia stories. You don't see a lot of D.C. stories. Delaware, no. Always Pennsylvania. We're talking about the bizarre stories. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. always, always, <laughs> just always something. Yeah. It's always something up there. All right. Today, your story out of Pennsylvania. This is Redwood, Pennsylvania. Jess. There's a man that was arrested for breaking into jail. What? <laughs> yeah. Moises Robles. He was hit with two misdemeanor charges after entering the Maple Street Correctional Center. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, the prosecutor said that at the time of the incident, Robles claimed to be getting away with a man with a gun. Was he, oh, was he trying to save a friend? Well, this, this, let's just get to the end of the story. Okay. So, he, He's like, I was, I was trying to get away with the guy. He had a gun. Now I'm, I'm, I'm breaking into jail. And he didn't actually he said, he said, according to the prosecutor, uh, that he didn't know that he actually entered a jail, and then later admitted being under the influence of alcohol, which okay, okay, happens. Yeah. Initially, the officer who discovered him though thought he was an inmate. He was like, "What is this guy doing in jail? How did this happen?" But then he realized that the trespasser was was wearing normal clothes. Uh-huh. Okay, like he wasn't wearing. Yeah, like what? Why are you coming in here? <laughs> he wasn't wearing jail clothes. So they go back and they check the surveillance videos. Right, this dude had literally. This is. I'm impressed to be honest with you. He climbed an exterior and an interior fence, uh-huh. and then climbed to a second floor patio. In order to even get into the jail. Why? Climbed of all places. Two fences. Yeah. Now, the truth of why he was actually there, they, they, they never found any man Coming tra- after chasing him. him with a gun. So was he trying to get somebody out? Yeah. Was he? Because they didn't find him with anything on him. either trying to get anything in. Okay. So you're like... What are you doing there? What? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what happened? So we don't know. We just filed it away. Under P.A. So Cray Cray. How interesting. And we move on with our, our Monday. So shout out to our Pennsylvania listener. We don't know. We don't know what goes on out there, but uh, it's always something. Anybody else listening that just had some weird dreams this weekend? Mm. And I can't equate this to anything. I don't know. But when Jess and I were catching up from the weekend, we both realized we had the weirdest dreams. And mine, I, and I mean this, not just to be dramatic, but like, I don't, I can't. Usually I'll go in and say hello to this coworker when I come in. Mm-hmm. Couldn't look her in the face this morning. Oh. It was that weird of a dream. And I'm like, where did this come from? Ew. What was yours? Okay. Charlie Puth, <laughs> the singer-songwriter, yeah. was in my dream. <laughs> the reason why this is the most bizarre thing that's ever happened to me in my dream state 
is because there is no reason why Charlie Puth should have been anywhere in my mm-hmm. dream. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I think I think he seems like a nice guy. I enjoy his TikToks every now and then. But and, and I like his music, but it's not like I listen to him on the regular. It's not like he had not, come not up in any sort of conversation, you know, for me over the weekend. There's no reason why Charlie Puth, of all people, was in my dream, and he was there the whole time. What was the? What were you guys doing? Like, how was Charlie Puth even associated with you in the dream? It's like all over the place, but I kind of think I, from the situations that we were in. In our conversations, I think I was his manager. Okay. And he like didn't want to perform, and I was <laughs> trying to get him to do his shows. Like I was trying to be there for him, and he's like, "I don't want to do this." And you were like, like motivating him it, to like do the shows. Yeah, and for some reason he was in Vegas, and then my sister was there. My sister was in Vegas with him. Like she was trying to get him to do his shows, and I'm like, "Why am I involved with Charlie Pooh?" Dreams are so weird. Like what was it? What was the per- and then you wake up and you're like, why? Why did I just mentally what use happens? any brain power on that? Yeah, I could have had a nice, peaceful, like nice sleep, and no. Instead, I'm over here dreaming about Charlie Puth encouragement over here. Like right, what? Why right. did that even happen in the first place? I don't know. That's weird. Okay, so I woke up this morning from a dream that I just feel uncomfortable. And I'm not going to say names. Typically, y'all know me. I'll be open and honest. But I'm I'm not trying to have this resurfaced 12 years from now when I'm trying to be a Jeopardy host. And they're like, remember that one time you had a dream like this? So I... There were two parts to the dream. Two people that we work with both were in there. One, not so scandalous. Second part, very scandalous. First part was that... One person that we work with in our building that is on the radio as well, I found out her real age, and apparently she was like 70 years old. And I was like, wow, you look great Uh for 70. Like, that was like half the dream. Like, most of my emotion when I woke up was shock. I'm like, dang, she looks really good for 70. You know what I mean? Part two, that was the first, I don't know why it was like a radio-themed dream, but it was. Part two was a different Coworker. Okay. And this is where it starts to get a little weird. I was I was on a date with her. Uh-huh. Okay. But she had like planned the date. Uh-huh. So I was like just kind of going along with her her plan. Like she invited me to go on this date, right? Yes. But the date for some reason only included us like renting an Airbnb. Okay. And like we she was like showing me it's like we had just gotten there. Mm-hmm. And like she was showing me around. The whole time I was thinking, I was like this is a weird, this is a weird date. Did you, oh, so you knew it was a date. Yeah, like it was, it was definitely a date. Okay. And our but first. But you went on it. But I went on it. You I was there. You go. I was there. Uh-huh. And I mean, nothing, nothing like, it was only like the, the very beginning stages of the date. But I remember being like, there's only one bed. Yeah. Like, are we going to like. Say, like, share the bed together. Uh-huh. Like I was getting more and more anxious uh-huh. as it was going because I I don't out on the outwards not like I, I feel a certain way towards this coworker or anything. Uh-huh. So why am I having dreams of being on this? It wasn't just like oh we're going to dinner. We were literally at an Airbnb to stay there to stay there. Yeah. So this and usually I can brush dreams off like to, to Netflix and chill, <sighs> if you will. But it never got to that phase or anything. It was just like the anticipation of it all. Mm-hmm. Of like, so are we going to like, like, I don't even know you that well. Like, we're going to like stay mm-hmm. together in this one place. Oh, no.
And like I said, typically I can brush this kind of stuff off. Like, oh, it's just a dream. That's crazy. But like, I can't, I can't go make eye contact today. Are you going to tell them? No. You're not? Not, no. Not in this. No. How would you feel if a guy came in there and told you he had some weird date dream about you? It would not make you feel good. I mean... That's why I only, only say it very publicly to hundreds of thousands of people that's, versus... That's what I'm saying. No, I just... <laughs> okay. For some reason, that feels a lot less I'm creepy I'm sure she'll to me. pop in in about 12 minutes. <sighs> I think we might make that a Charm City secret for this week. Mm-hmm. Is like that dream you just can't get over or like... Or who did you dream about you, that you weren't supposed to yeah, be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, y'all. feel weird today. It's a weird Charlie way to Post, start baby. a Monday. <laughs> Think about that one person you're super frustrated with right now. And you're, I know right now you're thinking like, wait a minute. This is not a great start to my Monday. Oh, no, no. No, it will be. I promise. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation. And it's because we all need it. We all need a little extra pep in our step on Monday. Mm-hmm. And we're just getting up a little tired, shaking the old cobwebs off the brain, getting yes. back ready for work. Some of y'all heading back to school. Mm-hmm. You know, Ew. so we bring my mom on here to kind of get us pumped up for the week, give us a little motivation to get going. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. My mom and I have a podcast that we do together called Certified Mama's Boy, and uh, it's uh, it's like a little bit of life. It's a little bit of companionship. It's fun. It's if you uh, if you like the radio show, you might want to check out Certified Mama's Boy. That's on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And it's always it's always feel good though. It's always a feel good place to go. And so uh, we're bringing that to the radio now with uh, with Mom's Monday motivation. Mom, what you got? Okay, it's from Marianne Williamson. Try to see the good in others. When you're tempted to judge someone, make an effort to see their goodness. Your willingness to look for the best in people will subconsciously bring it forth. Mm. So when you have those people in your life that you're struggling with, try to look for for the good. Yeah. E- easier, easier said than done, right? We can, all, is, we can all say that, right? But, uh, we but we all have good and bad traits. That's one thing that I have learned through just all the, all this, the work that I've done on myself is like if you can take that person that you really are struggling with, like just whatever, just take thirty seconds, and I know that might be hard, but just go with me here. Thirty seconds to just think about that person's good qualities. To think about the fact that person has like a family, you know what I mean? That person's a mother, that person's a father, that person's a son, that person's a daughter. Um, and really put it in that perspective. I feel like it it can really shift. You, you take that, that, that thing you don't like about that person and you expand it so much bigger and that thing you don't like seems to shrink when you realize everything else is kind of going on that might make them might make them a good person. I think we have to be forgiving because we always want forgiveness for ourselves. True. We always want people to be understanding of us. And I think if maybe um, sometimes if you have to be in control too, maybe you can't spend so much time with that person all the time and you guys should have some space just because they're going through some stuff and it doesn't mean you have to cut them out of your life completely. Sure. But I also think that you can be aware of what you guys need in the moment too. So let's take that one person right now that we're frustrated with. Just picture them in your mind's eye right now. Okay, you got it? Don't close your eyes like we are, but uh, just picture them. And just, think like, just think like one good thought. Just one good thought. Just think of me and uh, think, think one good thought. Uh-huh. It's going to be a struggle, but... Uh, okay. Just one... No, seriously. Just, just take that person and just... It, before you head into work today, that, that boss is driving you crazy, that whoever, uh, your kid's driving you nuts, just stop there and really think about the good or who else they are except for that person that's driving you crazy. Right. And that may kind of minimize the, the frustration before you head into work today. Yeah. Cool, Mom. I like that. 
Okay, um, good. Hope it starts your week off. I hope so too for everybody. So uh, the <laughs> podcast is called Certified Mama's Boy. It is on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcast, whatever. If you're like, I don't know how to listen to a podcast, it's all right. We can teach you. It's one click when you go to KramerandJess.com. Uh, it's super easy. So go check it out there. All right, Mom. Till next week. Love you. Okay, love you forever. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number three. Governor Larry Hogan has shared that he has received a COVID booster shot as state health officials announced that 80% of adult Maryland residents have received at least one dose of the vaccine. Hogan, a cancer survivor, said he received his third dose of the vaccine last Monday. And so far, third dose boosters have been authorized only for immunocompromised individuals. The Biden administration has announced plans to begin offering third doses starting next month on September 20th to adults at least eight months out from their second dose of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. Vaccines, and there is still no guidance yet for possibly getting a second Johnson & Johnson booster shot. Our statewide positivity rate is 5.08%. What I'm curious about with that is, are, is it going to be like the max mass vaccination sites again, you know? I don't think so. I know for sure clinics. I know they're going to do mobile clinics. Okay. But I read somewhere on the Baltimore Sun that said they would not do mass vaccination sites. But that, but that was... That was two weeks ago, so that could be different tomorrow, to be honest. But as of right now, I don't think we will go back to that. Number two. Disney is kicking off the first ever World Princess Week with fun festivities for you and the kids that actually start today. It's part of their ultimate princess celebration, which spotlights the courage and kindness of Disney heroines. And you don't even have to go to Disney to get in on the fun. So during World Princess Week, fans can call a Disney princess on the ultimate princess celebration hotline and hear a message from five Disney princess characters by dialing 1-877. Can we call? Should we call? Yeah. All righty. Do it right now. Now. Oh. 1877. 877. 70. Disney. D I S N E Y. Oh my gosh, what princess are we going to get? We'll find out. Okay. Welcome to Shop <gasps> Disney's Ultimate Princess Celebration Hotline. It's real. World Princess Week is here. To celebrate, Follow the prompts so that your little one can hear a special message about courage and kindness. My little one wants to hear their favorite Disney princesses. (laughs) You can also visit shopdisney.com. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Exclusive messages from Queen Anna and Queen Elsa. Oh, you gotta buy those? Press one to hear from Moana. Wait. Press two to hear from Ariel. Press three to hear from Belle. Press four to hear from Tiana. Or press five to hear from Jasmine. One. Which is After who? making Moana. a selection. Okay, here we go. Hello, I am Moana of Mochinui, and I just sailed back home with my friend Heihei. When I wanted to leave our island to help our people, I knew it wouldn't be easy and that I'd miss my family and friends a lot. Mm. But deep down, I knew I had to venture beyond the reef to save our island. All right, there you go. Yes. Like right. They also have new books and YouTube series, so go ahead and check that out. What's What's the number again? The number, and I'll put this on our Facebook, too. one eight seven 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 zero 70 disney Number one. Demi Lovato celebrated their 29th birthday over the weekend, and in doing so, they also shared a new video for the song titled Melon Cake, which is a very personal song to the singer. In Demi's YouTube series, they revealed that in their past, management would only let them eat a watermelon cake so they'd lose weight. Here, take a listen.
music video is so cool, by the way. And in other Demi news, in a recent interview, Demi credits the end of their engagement with ex-fiance Max Eric for their decision to come out as non-binary, sharing, quote, the dissolvement of that relationship was probably the best thing that's happened to me. I was able to stand on my own two feet without needing someone else to validate me or make me feel accepted. There you go. This is Jess, and that was your top three. For those going back to school, welcome. So happy to have you here. And unfortunately, you're already you're involved. If you're here, you can't leave now. Yeah. Because we really need your opinion on this. And I will tell you, it's a very dumb debate. This is not going to enrich your life. I don't. I, I disagree with you. I at all right is, now. I think this matters a lot. I think I, this is important to a lot of people. I think it should be settled, though. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's take you back to Friday's show really quick because we started doing, we do this segment called Friday Cry Day. And it got a little... <laughs> emotional this week all over one song yeah so i was crying to a song from hercules disney's hercules called like i can go the distance i have often dreamed and i was on the way to work just just thinking about following my dreams and falling apart and i was telling kramer the reason why we got here was one he's never seen hercules and i told him the soundtrack to hercules is one of the top five best soundtracks best disney soundtracks of all time so then in my brain i'm like that's interesting then if like if jess is like mentally ranked disney soundtracks yes then in in your opinion what is the absolute best disney soundtrack and this is where Jess and I are completely split. But go ahead and start. You want to debate this with us? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the absolute best Disney soundtrack? The one to you that, like, you're like, that's a banger right there. Yes. I don't care how many times. I may have been eight the first time that movie came out. It still comes on the day. I get lit yes. off this. You get lost in it. What is the best Disney soundtrack? And you better be able to argue your fact, okay? Because mm-hmm. we're very passionate about this right now. Yeah. 410-583-1065. Jess, in your mind, the number one Disney soundtrack is what? Beauty and the Beast. And why? Because of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> that alone. You're talking about th- about this one? Yes. Taylor's oldest time. Not Mrs. Potts. Come on. Immediately you feel warm inside. True as it can be. You can see them dancing right now. They, because they come together. Yeah. And the love. And don't get me wrong. Even the radio version. Yes. The, the Celine Dion, Peebo Bryson version. Banger. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Be Our Guest is on there. That Okay, now that that was a good one. Wait, that was uh, that was this one. Guest, we our guest. Be our guest. What a banger. Be <laughs> for <laughs> Jess wants to argue that that Beauty and the Beast is the best Disney soundtrack. I disagree for multiple reasons. I say the absolute best Disney soundtrack out Uh there. Tell me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. is the Lion King. And it literally... Yeah, see, thank you. You gave me a head of acknowledgement. No, I mean, I it's understand. A, I, don't, I don't agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from. It literally, in the first second of the movie, starts so wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first freaking second. I mean, Elton John. Elton John, Alone. can you feel the love tonight? Yes. Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, who could not, who did not, like, go back to, like, your middle school self, and who was not, like, completely wild to this one? I'm gonna be a mighty king. So, so good. JTT, if that yes. wasn't your heartthrob, yes. get out of here. I mean, so many bangers. I'm gonna be the main effect, like no king was On this one. Mm-hmm. So, which one was? Like, like which Disney soundtrack do you think is the absolute best? And, like, there's a song in there that means so much to you. 
410-583-1065. I know it's a dumb debate, but I know you've got an opinion about it. 410-583-1065. Introducing Kramer and Jess. Find them on social at Kramer and Jess. Insta, TikTok, Facebook. Mix 106.5. Sarah in Baltimore, argue with us this morning. What a dumb argument, but there's... It's much, not dumb. I mean, this it's, is important. It's, <laughs> Stop disrespecting Sarah, us. Sarah, it's, it's something that needs to be settled. What is the all-time best Disney soundtrack, in your opinion? Tarzan, 100%. Girl, wow. Phil Collins alone. That is Garage Boy's favorite soundtrack, by the way. What? What? No, I gotta be honest. I don't know that I've seen Tarzan, but I remember that my sister... What? My sister listened to that soundtrack a lot. Oh, my. So I know some of the songs. I don't consider it one of, like, the, the bangers, though. Why, why are you so passionate about that one being the best? Okay, well, Phil Collins is iconic, yeah. first of all. But then, just like the whole storyline, yeah, with a human and a gorilla, so that's huge. Okay, okay, okay. We're not going storyline. We're literally going soundtrack alone here. Okay, soundtrack, soundtrack alone yeah. definitely top ten because even Trash in the Camp, you know the one where they're so good. Yes. That's a banger. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so every time you can listen to that a hundred times, you're like this. It, you can only listen to one the rest of your life. The Tarzan's gonna be it. Yeah. Okay. There she goes. Glad you called. And again, dumb debate, but but thanks for having it with us. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did it. <laughs> thanks for calling. See ya. 410-583-1065. Emma in Baltimore, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Best Disney soundtrack. You got to listen to just one for the rest of your life. What's it going to be? Hands down, The Little Mermaid. Ah. Uh. Mermaid Girl. for me is two. Mermaid deserves a lot of respect in this competition, I think. Top five for me, Mermaid, absolutely. And don't oh, get me yeah. wrong. Beauty Be- and the Beast is my number two, so I, I'm with you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I would say Beauty and the Beast, yes. Lion King, and um, Mermaid, top three for easily. You? Top three easily when it comes to Disney oh, yeah. movies. Now, why did you put Mermaid as number one, though? Oh, come on. You got Kiss the Girl. Yes. And Under the Sea when yeah. she's singing to the statue. You know what? Part of your world. In argument's sake, Little Mermaid might have the most bangers. Have the most bangers? The most bangers. Like, when it comes to songs that I could easily sing right now from memory. Yeah, list them all off. As Jess is going down the list, I'm like... Part of your world, I I always felt so misunderstood. When you you see her looking through the hole, and I'm like, I'm trapped, too. (laughs) God, that, that that may be it. That may be the one. Corey from Aberdeen, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Kramer? We're doing well, man. Best Disney soundtrack. I'm only going to give you one to listen to for the rest of your life. What are you choosing? What is it? Man, I, I feel like I told Jess, I love them all, but I got to pick Aladdin. Aladdin has got the best of everything. Aladdin yeah. deserves respect. Aladdin is top three for me. Robin Williams alone. Yeah. You know, with now the why, genie. Why, though? Why? I mean, we're, 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 we're throwing out some heavy hitters today. So why are you going, going with Aladdin? Uh I, again, it's uh, it there really isn't a there isn't a a, a best choice of everything because everything's so great. But, yeah, yeah. Like y'all said, if, if you had to pick one, it's I just think all the charts that they piece together for that for that movie. Yeah, yeah. Just, the it, uh, it, you have yeah, there's there's a whole lot of emotion. Yes. Yeah. A whole lot of excitement. Yes. Yeah. And, and if you haven't seen it yet. Um, Spoiler. If you guys have a little break there. Pull up online and watch the uh, watch the Fourth of July fireworks in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, dang! Okay, 
Okay. They, they, they did a laser show on the on Cinderella's castle, and that was the the, the final closing number. And it just kind of you know, it to it you. made you feel like you were there. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you weren't there, and it was just amazing. There it goes. You haven't seen it. You have to see it. Aladdin deserves respect. No, a hundred percent. Aladdin deserves respect. Okay, I feel you. Thank you so much for calling us. You bet. You guys have a safe day. It's awesome. You guys keep my mornings interesting. <laughs> well, we'll take that. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely an interesting conversation to have. Jess and I are trying to figure out the best Disney soundtrack. Hers is... Beauty and the Beast. Mine is hands down. The freaking Lion King is so good. Who are we going to next? Uh, let's go to Jessica on three in Glen Burnie. Jessica, best Disney soundtrack. Argue it. Moana, hands down, the whole soundtrack. Yes, Everything girl. upbeat and cheerful, and my kids got me hooked on it. I, I mean, every time it. they say thank you, I'm just like, you're welcome. Okay. Yes. In, in fair argument, I've never seen Moana. Oh. Okay. Oh, I've, I've never seen it. See it. But are you telling me you can't sit here and argue that it's better than The Lion King? No, it's it, it's up there. Like you, you need to. Definitely, it's definitely up there. Yes. And everything upbeat. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the villain, the crab, yes. shiny. The whole soundtrack is awesome. Shiny is fantastic. You would say it's better than the, like the OG classics, Aladdin or Lion King or Beauty and the Beast. Yes, even wow. though they're the movies I grew up with. Okay. Absolutely. Listen, we, we need the passion you, on both sides. Mm-hmm. We need the passion on both sides. Thank you so much for calling us. Thank um, you. Yeah, thank you. Um, who else are we going to, Jess? This is going to be the unpopular opinion right here, oh, I think. Michelle. Let's go to Michelle. Hey, Michelle, good morning. Good morning, Kramer. I'm going to tell you, I think you're going to have the unpopular opinion. Best soundtrack of all the Disney movies is what? Cars. (laughs) Cars. First off, I didn't even know Cars had a soundtrack. So you're really going to have to argue this one strong. Yes, why? Why? Come on, think of it. Life is a highway. Okay. That song? Yes. Thank you for singing it, by the way. That gets you. That does get you bonus points in this, um, because you have the passion to sing it. On our great family road trip of 2007, that was the only soundtrack my two boys had to hear. You know, over yes. And over and over. Now, would you say because we're looking at all the soundtracks? Now, while the Rascal Flats "Life Is a Highway" is a good and song, this song took over the world when this movie came out. I will give you that, Michelle. But do you argue that the whole soundtrack is better just because of "Life Is a Highway"? I, I like the entire soundtrack. Every time I hear one of the songs from that soundtrack, I, it just brings back that that memory of the road trip to. Moab and with your boys. All over the place. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen. It, I know. I know. It means a lot in your heart, Jess. Are you putting in your top five though? Me personally, no. But it doesn't matter though. The songs connect you in a personal way, and that's why it's Michelle's number one, and that's why I respect it. Michelle, thank you so much for calling today. Have a fabulous day. You too. That's fun, man. You know, I, I'm gonna tell you the thing that made me the happiest about this debate. That everyone had an opinion. They're all great. Yeah. I'm so. So thankful that nobody said frozen. I am so thankful. Oh wow! I cannot hear "Let It Go." I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure most parents feel the exact same way. Wait, any on the text line? Did, nobody claimed frozen as the all-time best because there's not a song you can burn out let me, faster. Let me look at the text line right now. I don't see any Frozen. What else are you reading over there? What's, I see what's, Lion King, yeah, yeah. the Goofy movie. Hell yeah, show the Goofy movie some respect, baby. 
Uh, what else do we got here? Ferngully. Oh, wow. Ferngully. I didn't know it had a soundtrack, but all what right. What a classic. Argue it. Yeah. Argue it. Aladdin. Oh, someone said Annie. Yes. Counts, but I don't know if it's one of the top five. Uh, what do you think, Jess, just by scrolling... Beauty and the Beast. Scrolling through the text, what do you think the most answered is for best Disney soundtracks? Pocahontas. Oh, my gosh. Is the most... No, no, no! Someone just texted that in. Lion King. Lion, there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot of votes King. for Lion yeah! King. Yeah! Oh, hands down, Aladdin. Friend like me is a bop always. <laughs> oh, this was so much fun. Keep, thank you so much for sharing that with us, you yeah, guys. Yeah, keep your text coming, man. But thank you for all my Lion King game. Beating yeah, the beast, yeah, baby. Baby. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we burned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.